hey, 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 man, you look so good today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's also been really hard uh, to put all this together because uh, on a Sunday like this, with most churches in our region and across the province that we have seen at least and we've been in communication with, and I'm actually in a group text with uh, the pastors of the largest Protestant churches in Eastern Canada. And this morning, there was a group text going back and forth. Are you having service? Are you having service? Are you having service? And we're literally one of the only ones, I think, in the Maritimes. I mean, there are other churches, but you folks are amazing, let me tell you. But what we wanted to do as well is not only have a place for people here in Moncton uh, to join us, and which many of you did, and maybe uh, your church was closed today, and we're really glad that, uh, that you decided to come here, uh, but also where people could join us online. And so uh, one more time, would you welcome all the people who are online with us today too? Give them some love. Yes, 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 yes. And... Uh, so, because what that means is we never know exactly who's going to be able to show up on a day like today. So our children's ministry, we have to like, you know, collapse and combine down classes because of uh, volunteers who, who aren't able to be here. As you saw, there are band members who were not here. This was like half the size of the band that was planned for today. We don't know what technical operators are going to be here. We didn't even know until just a little bit ago whether we were going to be able to put together the live stream. And guess what? When I got up this morning, I did not know that I was going to be the one speaking today. Yeah, nervous laughter. Uh, and uh, Pat was going to be the one speaking today, and he had all kinds of wonderful creative elements planned today that kind of necessitated the people that were going to be here. And we, so here's what we did. This morning, I, I dropped into his office about 7.30 and said, Pat... Would it be better for us to move that message where you can get all that stuff together that was planned for and uh, next week and just like have me get up and talk about some things uh, that I, I, I've, I've got some stuff that I've been planning for months and I just want to let people have it today. No, I'm just teasing. And, uh, and so we decided to do that. So I went and barricaded myself in the office this morning and this, here's, here's what came to mind. I, I looked at some of the songs that we were going to be singing today, and there was a word that stood out. It's a word that really sums up this series called The Power of Invitation, this whole focus that we're doing over the last, uh, the last few weeks and all throughout the month of January, really focusing on the power of inviting people to come and experience Jesus, inviting people to Alpha to come and ask questions about life and spirituality and, and the Bible and and the, the word that comes to mind is a really churchy word that we don't use a whole lot outside of church, but you hear it a lot in churches, and it's the word gospel, G-O-S-P-E-L. You know, and so you know, to do it really church-like, you have to say, brother, today we're going to preach the gospel. We're going to share the gospel message. That, what does that word actually mean? Well, actually, it comes from an old English word. It's not, it's not necessarily a Bible word. It comes from uh, something from the Bible in, in both Hebrew and Greek. But the word that we use when we say gospel is actually a, an English version of the biblical word, which comes from the old English 
Godspell. How many of you have heard of the Broadway musical Godspell? You ever heard Godspell? That is actually a misinterpretation of the old English word goad spell. Goad was the old English word for good, and spell was the old English word for news. So gospel is an old English word that literally means good news. And so what I want to do today is read through a, pas- a couple of passages of Scripture, and whenever I put up my hand like this, when it comes to that point in the verse, I want you to shout out good news. So I'm going to put up my hand like this when I get to that point in the verse, and you shout out good news, okay? So l- let's practice just to get ready. So I'm going to put up my hand, and what are you going to shout? Good news. Okay, here we go. So I get to that point in the passage, and I go, oh, do it even louder. Here we go. Okay, you're ready. Let's uh, look first at Luke 4, 18. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because Jesus said, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. Luke 4, 43, Jesus said, I must proclaim the Good news. Don't lose steam now. One more time. Jesus said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. Jesus said, Acts 5.42, it says, day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the Good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Acts 8, 12. But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. And Romans 10, 14 to 15. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. You here today need to know that you have beautiful feet. Did you know that? Now, I'm not going to ask you to take your socks and shoes off to show us. But the Bible says anyone who carries good news to the world has beautiful feet. I always thought that would be a great name for a church, Pretty Foot Church. That's our calling. That's our mission. And so I think one of the challenges is we sometimes think, well, you know, The people in my life who aren't Christians, the people I know who don't believe in Jesus are not really interested in this stuff. They really don't want to hear it, right? But I think that's wrong. And and here's why. Here's why. Because I agree that people aren't necessarily out there interested in church or religion, if you will. They don't think, but here's the key. Everybody is interested in good news. Am I right? Everybody wants to hear good news. And sometimes I think as Christians, we tend to forget how good this news really is. You see, sometimes 
when we've been a Christian for a while, we forget what it's like when you don't have Jesus in your life. We forget what it's like to, to have that, that confusion and, and, and that, that dissettled spirit. We forget what it's like to be afraid of death and, and wondering if I'm good enough and, and, and what is my place in the world and, and what is the meaning of life. In fact, if you go out to people on the streets who don't know Jesus and you ask, do you believe in heaven? And if so, how do you get there? What do most people say? Most people say, well, you just have to be a good person. And when you get to the end of your life, you hope that the good you have done is more than the bad you've done and that, that it all kind of weighs out. But the problem is, that sounds like bad news. How do you know for sure? In fact, the Bible says the problem is that even one sin is enough to make us unclean and separate us from the presence of our Father who is holy and perfect and nothing that is unclean can come into his presence. And so that's why Jesus came to this earth. And I think the good news of Jesus is really three things. The good news of Jesus, first of all, number one, is forgiveness for your past. If your past is anything like mine, then that is good news. <laughs> I sometimes wonder what it would be like if we were to make a movie of your life and mine and if we were to come to church and put it on the screen and only edit out all the bad things and only, or all the good things and, and only show all the bad things that you've done. What if we were to show a movie here today on the screen of all the things that you're ashamed of, all of your worst moments, all of the things that are worthy of punishment? That, that's not a very positive thought, is it? And yet the fact is we all have those things in our life. And the good news is that Jesus wants to come in and wash us clean of those things, to clean out the skeletons in our closet. He wants to take that movie and burn it and give you a fresh start and forgive your past. And then he wants to give you power and wisdom to be able to go back and try to make right some of those wrongs that you have done. And so number one, Jesus is forgiveness for your past. That's good news. And number two, Jesus is power for your present. Jesus is power for your present. See, some of you, that is good news because you're going through some hard stuff right now. And I am so grateful that I do not have to figure all this stuff out on my own. People, it amazes me that people think that the meaning of life and the answers to all their questions, they can just figure out on their own. I am so thankful for the word of God, the, the light for my feet, the lamp for my path. I'm so thankful that, that people like you and me, when we go through hard times like so many people in our church family are going through, and people this week who've, who've been diagnosed with cancer, people this week who have lost family members, people who are going through hard times, that you don't have to do it on your own. That's good news. That is the good news of the power for our present that can only come from the Spirit of God. 
and the presence of Jesus in our lives. In fact, just something crazy that happened this morning as we're trying to scramble and figure out, you know, who's going to be able to be here and who's not going to be here and do we have enough roles to do this and that and, and you know, for the live stream, are we going to have people to operate cameras and, and everybody who was on schedule and in, in some of those places, obviously, to do what needed to be done showed up. But what was amazing to me that just kind of speaks to that, uh, the power of God in your present, God provides in miraculous ways. We have a family that just moved from Toronto like a week ago. They'd been visiting our church online. They came and checked the church out early, uh, earlier this year and uh, decided to move here to Moncton from Toronto. And uh, so they walk in early this morning. He has experience in camera operating and TV production stuff and said, do you need any help this morning? Like, that's the kind of stuff that only God can do, right? Like, that is, that is so cool that Jesus is the power that we need for our present. He's the forgiveness for our past, and the good news is that Jesus is the promise for our future. See, one of the things that should be dramatically different about us as Christians is the way that we look at death. As Christians, we have no fear of death. Now, now sure, we don't know exactly, you know, the, the, the details of exactly what it's going to be like, and, but, but Scripture gives us enough hope and the promise and, the, and the, the picture of what we have to expect that we know that death is not the end, that it's a promotion to the new beginning, to a higher level. The Bible says that because of Jesus, death has no power over us. The grave has lost its sting. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so all we have to do, all we have to do is love him back and thank him for his gift and receive it in our life. But here's what I've noticed, and here's what we see in our society today, is what happens is Satan, the enemy that we sang about in that song earlier in the service, what he does is he likes to twist the word of God and and, and trick people and deceive the world to think that Jesus is bad news. And people think that Jesus and the church is all about doom and gloom and grumpiness and no fun. But listen, that is a lie from Satan. The Bible says that Jesus is light and life and hope and joy. He is friendship and meaning and the purpose that we have been searching for in our life. I might not have had a month to prepare this message. I only maybe had an hour, but it's something that's been brewing inside of us that we need to declare that hope to a world that is discouraged with bad news. And Jesus has caused us to be people with beautiful feet who can carry his good news to this dark and broken world. Now's the time you can clap and holler and celebrate and give God some glory in the house and online today. Man. I just got back from New York City this weekend. 
There must have been something in the water. I don't know what it was. I came back with a cold, can you tell? Uh, but also with some excitement about what God has in store for our future here this year. It is going to be an amazing year. And so whatever you do, don't forget the power of the good news is this, that Jesus is forgiveness for your past. And whatever you're going through today, he is the power you need for your present. And you have no need to be afraid because he is the promise for your future. We had a baptism this morning. We have more scheduled for next week. We have a few next week that are going to be so good. Some of you, maybe you're going to make a decision for Christ today or you're a new believer and you've never been baptized. Jump in. Let us know this week. There's a, there's a baptism application on our website. Go ahead and look that up. And I think it's mw.church/baptism, isn't it? And uh, we'd, we'd love to, to have you jump in and be part of that. As you make a, a declaration that you want to give your life to Jesus. We've been praying for Alpha January 26th. And the invitations that we've been making to invite people to come and experience God's love. To be able to have a safe place to ask questions about all this stuff. Because we've got to acknowledge, it, it doesn't make sense. If, you, if you've never experienced Jesus for yourself, this stuff doesn't make sense. But I hope today, I, I wonder if even on this crazy, stormy, icy Sunday, where churches all across our region maybe are closed, but God drew somebody here today who's never even been through these doors or you haven't been here for years and God brought you here or you're watching online with us because you saw somebody share it on social media and God has been speaking to your heart in a way that you never expected. And today is your day of salvation. And so I just want to ask if we could stand together. And I'd love to close with a song in just a minute. But before we do, I sense that there is a holiness in this moment. For some of you, God wants to meet you here today in an unexpected way. And I know that it's icy and storming outside, and we want to get you on the road really quickly. I promise this is going to be short. But if you just close your eyes, and maybe those of you who are online right now, would you meditate in your heart? And if... If you have never made that decision for Jesus right now, would you just say, Lord, I confess my sin. I confess that I've done wrong. I confess that I've been trying to do life my, on my own. But I sense you speaking to me today. I confess and I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me to take the punishment for my sins so that I can be forgiven so that I can have a new start, a new beginning. And the promise of an eternity in heaven. 
just right now in your heart, submit and surrender to him. And listen, if you do that, if you prayed that prayer in your heart today, please let us know. At the end of every service, we have a prayer team down front that would love to pray with you. We'd love to help you take next steps in your journey with Christ. In fact, if, if you grab one of those connect cards that you see in your seat rack, there's a place there where you can check that you made a decision for Christ or if you'd like to be baptized. And right in there that you made a decision today, let us know so that we can reach out and contact you this week and follow up. Don't just make a decision and then walk away and forget it because Jesus actually talked about that. He said that many times the seeds of, of the gospel will be planted in people's hearts, but we never then go down deep for it to take root and the enemy comes along and he snatches it up. Don't let that happen to you. You've got to take some intentional next steps. And so Lord, for those who may be today with us online or here in the room today who have made that decision, maybe there are others who are Christians who have, have, have been followers of Jesus for years but are going through a hard time and needed to be reminded today of the power of the gospel, the good news. Lord, may you encourage us and strengthen us to go back out into this world that is hurting and broken and lost to take the light and the hope and the love of Jesus. May our feet be beautiful as carriers of the good news. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.